0: Hey, Nate, it's Paul Schwartz of the New York Post. How are you? Good, man. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, do you think if Joe Judge is not the coach of the Giants that you're still with the Giants? How much of a pull did he have to get you there? Um, You know, I, I'm not going to play out a bunch of uh, different scenarios. But, I mean, that, there's, that there, I could be, I, maybe, maybe not. I mean, but... I'm not going to act like he didn't have uh, a part in me coming there. I've, I've obviously built a good relationship with him and a rapport with him that, uh, obviously, being a special teams coach and me being a special teams player over nearly nearly a decade uh, on the same team. Um, so yeah, we've, we've, uh, we we do have a relationship that uh, definitely played a part in me being a Giant. But uh, outside of that, it's a great organization. Um, That I'm extremely excited to get to a great team with in a great city with a great fan base that I'm just I actually just juiced about. I wish I wasn't. I wish this obviously like everyone else. You know, you wish you weren't (laughs) quarantined. But uh, no, I'm I'm extremely excited to get there and be a part of part of the organization. And um, you know that that's uh, first and
1: foremost. Hey, Nate, it's Patty Traynor from Sports Illustrated. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your uh, background as a rugby player. I know you were an Olympian back, I think it was in 2016. And just just how does that kind of transfer over to, you know, the game of football, and particularly in special teams? And also a second question, if I could, what have you been doing to kind of stay in shape during these challenging times?
0: That first question is a big question. I can talk about that one for a while, but uh, the second question, I've been working out. I got a private place that I can I can go to, and I can you know get get my workouts in that that coach has sent us, and um, you know do do my running and all that. So I'm I'm good on that stuff. Uh, I'm back in Ohio. That's kind of my home base. Uh, I went to Ohio State and whatnot. Born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm back here, but. Uh, no, I mean, rugby played a big part in uh, me being able to transition to football. I think uh, there's some similarities The the tackling. there are that aspect of both sports. You do a lot of tackling, but even the tackling can be very different uh, when you look at the details of it. And um, they're both very different sports. Um, you know, I think the mental side of, you know, football – Versus the flow and feel of rugby, you know. There's a very. It's like rugby can be very like basketball. Like you just gotta kind of feel out whatever the situation is. It a fast break or is it a you know half court set piece? Uh, that's kind of how rugby is, and you know. But but football is very studied, and you need to recognize something um, that has come up before, or a formation, or this or that, and remember checks. It's a very different uh, head game. And, um, you know, they're they're obviously both two physical sports, but at the end of the day, they're they're, they're very different as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I could go on and on about that for, for a while. <laughs> so. Hey, this is Pat Leonard from the New York Daily News. Um, along with doing? that bug question, you're being a part owner of the New England Free Jacks with that season getting canceled. What's it been like kind of being in – the owner seat as well, not just being a player who's robbed of the workouts, but also on that side. Right. Um, yeah, it's well, obviously unfortunate um, for the guys and the fans, especially this being the first season for the Free Jacks. I feel bad for the, uh, uh, the you know the fan base and, and the people that have been waiting to get out there and go go see him play. And uh, obviously, I mean, I feel bad for everybody in the country. Everyone's got a situation that they're having to deal with, so. Um, you know it's 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 been cool. I, I wish I could tell you more about it, but um, you know it was a good opportunity for me to help help with exposure to the team, but also uh, kind of go full circle in my life. You know, I think not having a professional teacher in the United States to play rugby was a major reason I'm playing football. I was just fortunate enough to still you know make it in the NFL and and still be here, but. That, to me, was a major part of my decision originally when I decided to walk on at Ohio State. And uh, knowing that, you know, maybe a a younger Nate now has that might have the aspirations of being a professional rugby player, that they have the ability to to play professionally here in the United States and not have to go to a different continent or whatever, Um, you know, that's pretty awesome. Uh, It's pretty awesome that I've seen it just in the last, you know, Ten, ten years, you know, fifteen years. So, and to be an owner, it's, uh, it's like I said, it's awesome that it's come full circle. But, but I haven't gotten to do too much because obviously I'm still playing football. That's my number one priority, uh, without question. And you know, there'll come a day when football is done, and maybe I can dive into that a little bit more. And, and give you a, a better answer as to what being an owner is like. But from a personal note, it's it's uh, pretty cool. Hey, Nate, hey. This is George Rana, the FPN. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, I'm just wondering, I mean, you spent your whole career in New England to date pretty much. Uh, what's it like to leave there, and what, what's that feeling like, to Have to leave there? And was there an option to go back, and how, how did that sort of play out? You know, uh, obviously, there's a lot of different scenarios that could have played out. I'm not gonna get into the nitty-gritty of that, but uh, you know, looking forward, uh, I'm a part of a great organization, and uh, I'm excited. I mean, there comes a time in everyone's career where they're free agents, and um, like you said, I've spent most of my career, my entire career, in uh, New England. But uh, at every time, uh, every year, really, you got to assess what's the best thing for you, and um, you know this is the best for me uh, it hasn't happened throughout my career until this point but uh, it's something I've always assessed and, and at this point this is this is what's best for me and, and what I need to do and um, you know there unfortunately it, it is a business and there are things uh, that happen that you know you don't necessarily like but you gotta you gotta deal with them so um that's that goes on both sides of it and um, ultimately, like I said, you got to do what's best for you, and um, you know I'm, I'm looking forward to coming to a great organization. With, like I said earlier, a great organization with great, great team and great, great fan base. I'm, I'm super excited about
1: it. Hey Nate, it's Patty again, and uh, this this is more of a, a broad scale question, um, kind of re- related to the rugby again. So I apologize, but. Um, you mentioned, you know, the ability of being able to stay in shape, you know, doing your workouts, and you were on, I believe, the 2016 Olympics team uh, for rugby. With the Olympics, I just want to get your thoughts on, you know, the Olympics being postponed. Obviously it was necessary, but the challenges that go into training, because you, for the Olympics you're talking a high level of training, just as you would for, you know, the game of football. And I'm just kind of wondering what your thoughts are about, you know, all those who have been affected by that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I just hope it doesn't get postponed for another year or canceled after, you know. I hope things settle down and obviously, like, everything goes back to normal, but I, I, I definitely hope that the Olympics is held in 2021, like they're saying. Um, you know, my heart would be absolutely uh, broken for those who have fought so hard to get to this point and then have it kind of ripped away. Uh, Not only that, I I mean, I can personally speak about, I mean, across the board, all the athletes, but, you know, the rugby players that I had personal experiences with trying to make the 2016 team, you know, they were young, didn't make it, they were coming for this opportunity, and to have that taken away, and I've seen personally the work they put in over the last four years and the years before that trying to get in in 2016 and to have it, potentially like canceled and and then the the next opportunity wouldn't be till 2024 I mean my heart would just break for those those guys and girls I mean so I hope that doesn't happen but you know right now they just need to um figure out you know things on on a weekly basis on a daily basis even like the rest of the world is um like the rest of the country so Uh, until that time they've they've been postponed the Olympics have been postponed for a year they can kind of settle things down Um, they were they were finishing up what's called the the world series the world seven series so they would have finished that and then they would have taken a break and then gone into Olympic training camp and um, you know with that kind of being on pause they just needed to make the most of what the situation is and that's you know, rest. So take the opportunity to rest and get their bodies right and hopefully get everybody healthy. So it's uh, it's a tough road, and hopefully uh, everything works out in a year from now. And they, hey, state uh, they, 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 it's, um, it's Paul Schwartz again. I just want to ask you, you know, most of the time when head coaches come in, new coaches, they, bring a, they try to bring a player or two from where they were to help spread their message, help spread their culture. Do you think you can be that player for Joe Judge and – what would his message and his culture be, do you think, with this new team? I mean, I'm going to let Joe speak for himself on what his, you know, message and, and culture and all that stuff that he wants to do. I, I can tell you this: you know, whatever is asked of me, not only from Joe, but the rest of that coaching staff, I'm going to do as best I can to do it uh, to the best of my ability. And um Like I said, as best as I can, whatever, whatever capacity they need me in, whatever I'm asked to do, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it as best I can. And that to me is, is what I've kind of watched in new England. Some great players do. And, um, that's, that's kind of a mindset that, uh, as a team, if we can all buy into together, then, um, you know, we'll be, we'll be in there playing for each other. And that's, that's what that's what great teams do is play for each other. So uh at the end of the day like I'm gonna do you know, what's asked of me and I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability.
1: Maybe Maybe Tom Rock. Uh
0: you talked a little bit about your own journey in free agency, leaving a team you were with for a while. Were you were you surprised to see uh Tom Brady leave? Uh surprised. Uh I mean, you know, have everybody has to assess their personal situation you know everyone becomes a free agent if they're lucky enough uh, to play long enough to to see that day and um you know tom tom's got to do what's best for him just like i got to do what's best for me and i see players every year go to new teams and, and they got to do what's best for them i mean the, the timing may be different in everyone's career but uh that assessment of what is best for for you you as a, as a player and, and, and your family and, and personally. I mean, you do that assessment. Everyone does, and, um, you know, everyone, everyone's got to assess that and make that decision, and uh, that that's what he chose to do, and uh, we see countless other players do, do the same thing every year. So, Nate, it's Pat Leonard again from the New York Daily News. You talked a little bit about Joe Judge's attention to detail and some of those qualities. But in this specific instance now where he's a rookie head coach dealing with such an unorthodox offseason, doesn't have his players in the building, what do you think makes him uniquely capable of handling a situation like this? And, you know, whenever this season starts or it's delayed or whatever happens, that he can succeed against these odds. Well, I mean, everyone's got to succeed against it. This isn't just a New York Giants problem. This is an entire NFL problem, an entire country as a whole. We're all fighting against it. Um, so, I think every team is going to have to overcome it, just uh, just as we will. Um, you know, uh, you could argue that a team that has a, a system of things that they're base that they're used to doing. That, is going to run into problems just as much as us being new to it. So, um, well, you know, we'll do what we need to do to overcome uh, as we can and as we go, and what we're allowed to do uh, as, as time as the time comes. But, um, you know, we'll we'll cross that cross that, that bridge when we get there. But, um, you know, I know I know Joe's going to work as hard as he can and, and do everything in his power. And, and the best of his ability to to get us prepared uh, as best as we can be. So, um, you know, outside of that, uh, we'll do what we can that's within our control.
1: Hey, Nate, it's Patty again. Uh, for years up in New England, you and Matt Slater were like a, the Batman and Robin of the special teams up there, if you will. Now that you guys are kind of have separated, um, can you can you just, like, reflect on the challenges of had of building up that chemistry, that camaraderie with a new set of teammates and, and just what lessons you could take from having, you know, played with Matthew Slater for all those years and the rest of the the special teamers that you played with for a number of years and just setting up a new core giant special team. Ah,
0: man, I have nothing but amazing things to say about Matthew Slater. He's uh, one of the highest character people I've ever met in my life and uh you know, a great, great football player uh, to boot. He, um, You know, I learned a lot from Matt coming in uh, as a rookie. He was in his third or fourth year and um, already, I think, was a pro bowler. And, you know, I just watched him work on a day-to-day basis and kind of what I've spoken to throughout this phone call, just coming to work with, you know, a selfless attitude to, to do the work that's asked you, do it to the best of your ability. And, and whatever is asked of you, um, uh, do it with a selflessness that puts the you know team's priorities above your own. Um, and that's what Matt did, uh, you know, forever. Um, and he was extremely consistent. And um, that consistency – uh, over time, really speaks to who you are as a person. And Matt and that, that was among the most con- consistent people I've ever met. And, um, you know, I, I could go on and on about the things that I've learned and how we've grown together. And, um, you know, Matt as a, as a person, I, I could literally go on and on about that. But, you know, ultimately uh, it's about finding guys that want to, you know, put everything into their work every day and that are, when it comes Sunday, they're going to fight for each other. Um, you know, you a lot of selflessness, like I like I mentioned, and, and, and guys that, that are going to put it all on the line for one another. Um, and, and that's – it sounds like, a, you know, there'd be more to it or, you know, that sounds like some – Raw, raw stuff, but that's the truth, man. Just a group of guys that really are tight knit that want to want to fight for each other, and then that's what it
1: comes down to. Hey, Nate Tom Canavan with the AP. Special teams generally are a young player sport, which is a stepping stone to becoming a starter. In your position, do you ever wonder, am I getting too old? You know. No. I mean, i much more. I mean, what's the attitude you got to bring to special teams, though? Um,
0: I mean, look, like to me, there's there's little intricacies within everything that I do, uh, special teams or, or as a safety um, that are very relatable. Whether it be, uh, you know, calling protections as a PP. On, on pump protection, or, or just just as you do, make checks on, on defense or, or offense or whatnot. I mean, no one no one really looks at those intricacies intricacies as much as they do with offense or defense, but they're out there and they're happening every game um, in the kicking game just as well. And um, those those finer points, um, you know, can be the difference maker, especially in in. Uh, a phase of the game that's a one-play series you know you don't get four downs you know you don't have a bunch of opportunities you get one chance and sometimes um those opportunities can be game changing opportunities i mean every every game you're going to get a handful i mean of of opportunities to change the game and, and kicking and special teams plays truly do change the game i mean touchdowns block kicks they're they're essentially turnovers, momentum swing. I mean, they're they're big parts of the game, and those details matter. And I think having played as as long as I have, I I hopefully uh, kind of can can build on on what I've experienced, and um, you know that's that's why I I love the kicking game. So um, yeah, man, it's 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 a, it's a one play series that balls to the wall the entire time, it's not like, you know, you get an incomplete pass and you're back in the deep part of the field not, you know, covering grass and, and it's a run play or something like that. I mean, every single play in the kicking game is absolutely full speed in and in a dogfight, every single one of them. So, that's, it's, it's fun.
1: Are you going to bring a haka for the, uh, the special teams crew?
0: I don't think so. I'm not Polynesian, and <laughs> that,
1: that, I don't I don't think so.
0: But that would be funny. All right. Thanks everyone. Thanks, Nate. Thanks,
1: Yeah. Thanks. Nick. Thanks, Nick. Bye, guys.